Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply it's time to play like a jet with your host scott mason play like a jet what does that mean incredible play 35 yard touchdown alan lazard six foot five frame needing every bit of it oh hartman's still going inside the 10 and he is in for the touchdown alan has time intercepted Sauce Gardner's got it. Breaking away, Garrett Wilson. Wilson, a big play downfield. Wilson still going along the sideline. He's not going to go down. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinn Williams. What a beast. Number 95 for the Jets. Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And we're going to talk a little bit of draft. The draft is only a couple of days away. I can't wait. With somebody who's a first-time guest on the program, but I'm sure you know him if you're a draft content consumer. He's one of the best out there. He has his own website, Football Game Plan, also an analyst for CBS Sports HQ, and former college running back in his own right, Mr. Emery Hunt. Emery, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, man. I'm looking forward to it. So, Emery, let's start by talking about the quarterback position. I don't think the Jets are necessarily going to pick any quarterbacks in this draft. If they do, it's probably going to be a late-round flyer. They might even sign somebody as an undrafted free agent if there's somebody they like. But the quarterback position is going to very much impact what happens here with the Jets because if four quarterbacks go ahead of them, which could happen, I think it's almost a lock that Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Anthony Richardson go ahead of the Jets. Will Levis may. And then there's even the outside possibility that somebody like Hendon Hooker goes ahead of the Jets. I wouldn't bank on it, but it could happen. If four or even five quarterbacks go ahead of the Jets, that would be huge because that would push a bunch of non-quarterbacks down to them and they would have their choice of a lot of different players. So let's start by talking about the quarterback position because even though the Jets may not pick one, this could impact them in a major way. What do you think of this quarterback class, and are there any quarterbacks that you think might be worth a late-round flyer for the Jets? Well, this class reminds me a lot of the 2017 class where I, you know, I had 
the same grade on the top three guys, in my opinion. I had Mahomes, Watson, or Watson, Mahomes, and Deshaun Kaiser in that order with the same grade. And I look at this class the same way. I have Richardson, Bryce Young, and C.J. Stroud, the same grade as the top three. But it's still pretty deep. I thought the 17 class was deep. I had Gerard Evans, I think, is my QB4. P.J. Walker is my QB5. Um, here I have um, Ty Centeno as my QB4. Um, and Jaron Hall is my QB5. And Hendon Hooker is my QB6. So, I feel like it's a deep class. You can get some guys that can start for you, but is I also feel like it's a really good crop of quarterbacks to really enhance your QB twos on a roster. And as we've seen since 2020, you're going to need your backup quarterback at some point during the season, uh, whether it's for a game, a series or whatnot, or two to three games. Uh, we've seen now the importance of having someone that can step in there and play competent football. And I feel like this is a draft where you can get some of those guys. Emery, do you think four quarterbacks will go ahead of the Jets? You never really know, you know, with this, with this, with the way the league views quarterbacks. You should four quarterbacks go? No, because I don't feel like well, Will Levis is a first round talent. But will four go potentially if someone falls in love with him? And you know, but we've seen a draft where a Justin Fields falls, and so you know, you never really know what these with these quarterbacks are or what people may say, Hey, okay, if there are four quarterbacks, then let me get ahead of the offensive tackle run or the cornerback run, you know, or whatever position they feel like there's going to be a run on and jump ahead and draft those guys. And we can see other guys slide. So it really is um, the best reality TV out there in, in a draft with how unpredictable it is. Emery, since you brought up a potential run on offensive tackles, let's talk about that position. The Jets certainly have a need there. They did just re-sign Cedric Abuhe. They have him. They have Max Mitchell, the fourth-round rookie from last year, who had a medical issue. We're not entirely sure where he stands right now. Makai Becton coming back off of missing two years. Dwayne Brown returning after having shoulder surgery. So it's not exactly a position where they're loaded and they have a lot of certainty. A lot of people believe the Jets will pick a tackle at number 13, but maybe they won't. Maybe they pick somebody else at 13 and they take a tackle in the second round or even the fourth. I would be surprised if they don't take a tackle somewhere in the top 50, but anything's possible. I've looked at this class myself and I don't see the type of talent that we saw in, say, 2020 when you had Mekhi Becton, Andrew Thomas, Jedrick Wills, and Tristan Wirfs. I think any of those guys would easily be the top tackle prospect in this class. I look at somebody like Skronsky, I think he's really, really good, but he seems to me to be more of a guard at the NFL level with those shorter arms. Paris Johnson, a lot of talent, great footwork, but he still needs to be refined as a pass blocker. Broderick Jones, very raw. Darnell Wright's a very good player, but leaves a lot to be desired as a run blocker. So there's a lot of potentially good players here at tackle, but it doesn't seem like there's as much premier talent there as there has been in the past. Talk to me a little bit about the top of this class at tackle and what you think. And then if the Jets don't grab a guy at 13, who are some of the better options for them a little bit later on, perhaps in the second round? Because everyone's so focused on the first round and everyone's looking for elite plug-and-play guys and, you know, they forget the, that rounds two through seven really build your football team. So, you know, you look at an Anton Harrison out of Oklahoma, DeWan Jones from Ohio State, uh, Brayton Dangs out of Utah. These are really good players. 
Darnell Wright can play either tackle spot. Um, so there's there's a lot to like about the class. It's about where the Jets see their offensive line going, and there's no downside to building depth within this offensive line because we saw what happened with their offense uh, when things start to you know get weakened up front due to injuries and, and ineffective play. So th- those are some of the guys that I feel like they can definitely find, you know, if not at 13, definitely in round two to, to help shore up the offensive line because no matter who's back there at quarterback, you, you got to be able to find ways to run the football and also protect the guy back there throwing. Emery, do you think any of those tackles are worth that 13th pick or would they be better off getting one in the second round, like you said, one of those guys, like perhaps Anton Harrison? Well, here's my thought on the draft. You you really have to operate it like you're out on the playground picking teams. Mm. If you like a guy, take a guy. If you have a need, take a guy. Where teams fall victim to trying to game the draft and play the board, that's when you miss out on talent, you know? So if you feel like, hey, man, we need we really need a right tackle. We really need someone to step in and play whatever position and you have a high grade on this guy, you, you might as well take him because you don't know what could happen behind you. We, we've seen teams try to do this and try to finagle their, oh, if I move down two spots, I can still get my guy. And, they're, and somebody usurps them and drafts a Patrick Mahomes, you know, the, the Chiefs leapfrog a New Orleans Saints to get Patrick Mahomes, right? So you never really know uh, how other teams are thinking. So if you see something you like, it's kind of like art. You, you better grab it right away because it may not be around. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Let's talk interior offensive line because the Jets have a big need there. 
Not as much at guard where they have Elijah Vera Tucker coming back and Lakin Tomlinson, who was disappointing last year, but still under contract for a hefty sum and two years removed from being a pro bowler. So you hope he bounces back. They do badly need a center, though. And it's never a bad thing, as you know, Emery, to get a guy who can maybe play center and guard. That positional flexibility is great. We saw what happened with the Jets last year. They had a ton of injuries. And so having guys that could play multiple positions really came in handy. Who do you like here at center? It doesn't seem like any of these guys is going to go in the first round, although anything's possible. But you've heard the name John Michael Schmitz. A lot of people believe the Jets are very high on him. Luke Whippler from Ohio State may not go as high as somebody like Schmitz. But a little bit later on, he's a possibility. Joe Tipman from Wisconsin seems to be in the discussion. Steve Avila, a guard slash center. So maybe he could play either position. That positional flexibility comes in handy, like I said. And then, of course, you have somebody like Osiris Torrance, who is not going to play center, but he could be a tremendous guard. And as we said, Tomlinson, a little disappointing last year. He's making a lot of money. Maybe the Jets grab Osiris Torrance with the idea of him being the long-term answer to their guard. So what do you think about some of these interior offensive linemen? Do you think there's a chance that the Jets could grab somebody that could be a real difference maker for them, say, in the second round? Absolutely possible. You know, Osiris Torrance, you know, has experience playing next to Max Mitchell. You know, these guys were former Raging Cajuns. So, it, it, you know, that that would be an outstanding guard. Um, you look at someone like Jordan McFadden, who played left tackle at Clemson, but will probably transition into guard because he's only 6'2", and was phenomenal on film. Another guy that played left tackle but may play center in the pros is Mark Evans II out of Arkansas Pine Bluff. Fantastic athlete, fantastic footwork, you know. But he's six two. You you know you won't kick him outside. You kick him down inside. And he had a really good East West Ryan Bowl where he he played center there and played some interior offensive line, but more likely a center. So there's a ton of options. Alex Forsythe, in my opinion, is the best center in the class. So you know, again, because of how offenses are run and because how you know where. People may see run of runs on positions, wherever. Um, this is a really good group of, of of linemen, centers, guards, and tackles. So I think the Jets, and especially when you look at how Joe Douglas has drafted, I think he's done a really good job in drafting. I'm willing to say, you know, he can hold his own in the mid mid rounds and and pick up some guys. So I'm not worried about his draft history because I think he'll find one of these really good talents that that's in this class. Emery, we know that the Jets run that wide zone scheme. They did it with Mike LaFleur. They're going to continue to do it with Nathaniel Hackett. Any tackles or centers that you think particularly would fit well with the Jets and the system that they're going to run? Well, you think about athleticism. And so it's not a particular player. It's going to be about, okay, well, which guy has the athleticism to match up for what we want to do? So it wouldn't surprise me to see them probably if that's going to be their their you know plan of attack lean more to athlete than football player. Now you hope you get a good blend of both, but if they could find a guy that's a better athlete, they'll probably take him if they want to be more of a movement offensive line. Let's discuss the wide receiver class because in the last couple of years, we've seen some really deep wide receiver classes and we've seen some real stars get drafted early on. You had that draft where the two Alabama wide receivers went early, Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle, of course, Jamar Chase as well. I don't anticipate this draft being something like that. 
when you talk to people, most of them say there are about four receivers that are all in the mix to maybe be the top receiver in the draft, depending on who you ask. But I tend to believe that for the Jets' purposes, somebody like Jackson Smith the Jigba would probably be the best fit. I like the idea of him at number 13, especially if there isn't a tackle there that they really like. What do you think about this receiver class? Any of these guys that you would consider at number 13? And then later on, past the first round, is there somebody that maybe isn't getting enough talk that could be a real bargain for a team like the Jets? It depends on which direction they want to go in because they've already invested a lot via free agency in that position. So you want to get those guys in and play. You drafted Garrett Wilson last year and, you know, whatever they still trying to do with Denzel Mims. I still believe in Mims, but I just don't understand what's going on with that. Um, so there are, there are a couple of options if they want to go receiver. You mentioned Jackson Smith and Jigba. Zay Flowers is another guy uh, that can give them what they had in Elijah Moore, but in a more explosive package. You also look at some of these other uh, targets like, you know, Jordan Addison kind of gives you what you already have in, in Wilson. So for me, I think receiver, it, it'll depend on or where they go. Someone that gives you something a little bit different, in my opinion, probably Dontavious Wicks out of Virginia, big physical receiver uh, that can get vertical down the field. Um, right now, that's, you know, depending on what they do with Corey Davis, someone like Wicks could give you what Corey Davis was giving you. Um, but a little bit more consistency there, even though as a rookie. So I, I like Wicks out of Virginia, but I feel like this receiver position for the Jets, um, because of what they invested in it and who they expect to bring in at quarterback, they may try to avoid that position in round one. Running back is a spot where the Jets on paper look good, but when you peel it back a little bit, you start to get a little bit nervous. Brees Hall Outstanding last year as a rookie until he got injured He's coming back A lot of people think he'll be ready by week one But will he be at full strength? Are they going to have him on a pitch count? What is his best going to look like A year removed from a major surgery? We don't know Michael Carter, very disappointing last year Has he taken a step backward? Bam Knight, who they brought in as an undrafted free agent last year Came out of the gate swinging Played really well for a couple of games once he was given the opportunity late in the season and then sort of fell off. Ty Johnson comes back as an extra running back. He did fairly well when given a chance, but is he a guy where there's diminishing returns the more that you give him the ball? The question now becomes at running back if you're going to lean on the running back position a lot because if the Jets get Aaron Rodgers, people have to remember he had 60% of his completions to running backs last year. You would think he would be looking to do something similar within the Jets offense. And you also want to mix and match there and not put everything on his shoulders, although certainly you'd be more comfortable doing that with him than you would have been with somebody like Zach Wilson. Who are some of the running backs the Jets might be able to get? And I also have to ask you this. There have been people that have suggested, and I don't think there's any chance this happens, but I'm still curious to see your thoughts, that maybe if he's there at 13, the Jets should consider Bijan Robinson and sort of zig where the league is zagging. Bring him in, make him that all-purpose playmaker, use him in that role where he can do a little bit of everything, and then you have him and Brees Hall creating matchup nightmares for every team in the league every time the Jets play them. Again, I don't expect that to happen, but it's an interesting scenario that some people have thrown out. Talk a little bit about that, what you would think about that if the Jets went in that direction, which, again, I don't expect to happen. And some of the running backs they might be able to get a little bit later on that might be able to come in and give them a little insurance in case Michael Carter isn't the player that we thought he might be two years ago, in case Brees Hall isn't fully recovered early in the season, 
and in case Zonovan Bam Knight is more the player that we saw the last couple of games of the season after the initial burst than the first few games when he played really well. Well, the, the Bichon angle is unique. If they go that route, it would almost nullify the need to to really go after an Aaron Rodgers. You could just, you know, put Zach Wilson on the pitch count, just kind of have him hand the football off because you got two elite backs and a and one that could be potentially elite if he could stay healthy and Michael Carter. Um, that would be the best of both worlds. You would just kind of run your way to victory. Uh, but you know, if you're looking for someone to kind of help the the run game to help Brees Hall, you know, ease back from the injury and not be rushed back and because everyone's knee is different in how they respond. You know, you think of your Zach Charbonnets, you think of, you know, guys that can kind of be that foundational back and allow your Bam Knight and Michael Carter to operate in their complementary roles. Um, do you, you look at Israel Ebenekanda, Ebenekanda from Pitt. He's another one that has the size of a Brees Hall and also has the explosiveness. Um, so you would think more in line of that. Because there's a bunch of smaller backs that are productive, um, but you kind of already have that on the roster in Knight and Carter. And, again, so you would need someone that could really serve as that foundational role. And I feel like Charbonnet and Abinacanda could be those guys. Emery, when you look around at the tight end position, everybody says that this is one of the deeper classes. I don't think you're going to see a Kyle Pitts-type generational prospect. That'll be next year with Brock Bowers. But this year, you hear about somebody like Darnell Washington and his off-the-charts measurables and athleticism. There's somebody like Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. You've got Dalton Kincaid from Utah. So there are some pretty good tight ends here. What do you think? Any possibility one of these guys goes in the first round? And as far as the Jets' purposes, they have C.J. Ozama, they have Tyler Conklin, they drafted Jeremy Ruckert last year, but they're still really looking for a difference maker at that spot because none of those guys has emerged as anything more than an okay tight end yet. What do you think is going to happen here with this tight end class? What do you think overall of the players in that class? And who are some of the guys that might make sense for the Jets in round two or four or even later than that maybe? You know, I, th- I think the Jets are sitting pretty nice at their tight end position. You know, they got guys that can that can compete. And, and again, it's about where do they want to go with their passing game? Do they want to feature the tight ends more than they want to feature the receivers? And it kind of tells you where they're leaning, with where they went with a lot of investments uh, in the offseason. But you mentioned a good one in, in Dalton Kincaid, fantastic receiver. He's a, you know, he's a flex tight end type guy, but also has enough in the run game to where you could trust him as a blocker coming from that Utah program. So, you know, this is a really good deep tight end class deep in terms of the fact that it's deep across all the positions, you know, from flex tight ends to H backs to inline guys. You know, I'm a big fan of Lackland Pitts, the inline tight end out of William and Mary, Uh really good player, good point of attack guy. Um, and then a very underrated receiver. So, but it all depends on what they have, man, because you kind of have, a, a good option and Ruckert is a blocker. Conklin is a good receiver. Uzama is a good receiver. And you still develop in Yaboa, who has been around this, this organization for quite some time. Emery, as far as overrated and underrated on the offensive side of the ball, what do you think here? Who's getting a little too much love and who's not getting enough? I'd say Will Levis is getting way too much, you know, props in terms of uh, what the potential is, you know, because he's an older guy, I feel like he's at his ceiling already. Um, and underrated, I really think people are sleeping on uh, Deuce Vaughn out of Kansas State and, and what he brings to the table. Such a jitterbug, 
reminds me so much of another Kansas State guy in, in Darren Sproles. Mm-hmm. I'll be fascinated to see where he ends up, and I, I think he's going to have a, a very successful career uh, being a multifaceted option. I thought the same thing when I watched Vaughn. I thought he was another Darren Sproles, and the Kansas State thing certainly helps contribute to that perception. As far as the Jets go, are there any players in particular, either early or later on, that you think on offense would make a lot of sense for them? Anywhere they go on the offensive line, I wouldn't be upset about because I feel like you know building depth within that that front five is going to be crucial for whoever's back there at quarterback. That's going to wrap up part one of our discussion with Emory Hunt on the offensive players in the 2023 NFL Draft. Part two with the defensive players will be tomorrow. In the meantime, check out everything Emory's doing over at footballgameplan.com. Check out what we're doing over at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has some awesome All-22 breakdowns, including All-22 reviews of the two newest Jets wide receivers, Miko Hardman and Alan Lazard, plus a whole bunch of prospects that Emery and I just talked about. So make sure you watch those videos and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash play like a jet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's tee We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, bless you. Thank you shirt. The play like a jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there. tpublic.com. That's tee And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes. If you haven't done that already, easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.